A controversial Chinese resort development company has been fined one million Fijian dollars for environmental damages. Friso Limited was convicted last year for destroying coastal mangroves and dredging a channel through coral reefs on Malolo Island in the country's Momonuda Group. The company was convicted last year for breaching two counts of Fiji's Environmental Management Act, but just getting them to court was a whole journey in itself, with initial complaints falling on deaf ears. Joining me is our Fiji correspondent, Lide Muvono. Bula Lide, tell us more about today's sentencing. So High Court Judge Justice Daniel Gander uh, began his sentencing today by saying that it was not within his power to imprison the offenders of this Environmental Management Act. And so uh, he said that because it was a corporation who committed this environmental crime and not a person, he wasn't able to exercise the provisions of the EMA, which allows the court to imprison for up to 10 years um, people convicted of an environmental crime. However, he did give the, the highest possible sentence possible under the Act, and that is $750,000 fine per each count. And so um, the Department of Environment had reported Free Soul Limited for two counts of breaching uh, provisions for unauthorized development. So what really happened was Free Soul Limited were given authority to develop quite an extravagant and elaborate resort complex on the island of of Malolo. What it wasn't allowed to do was conduct any development, you know, over the coastal part of that property or the sea. Uh, however, Free Soul did uh, build a direct sea channel from the property that they have a lease to, to the ocean, which meant destroying quite a lot of coral reef infrastructure, as well as kilometers worth of mangroves, which our laws prohibit. And so this is a landmark case, Koroi, because our judiciary has never um, actually convicted anyone of an environmental crime. Just going back over the the case itself, there were a lot of a lot of moving parts and a lot of uh, different interests involved. Here. I understand that there's the traditional landowners on Malolo. There's also some other other uh, another group of foreign uh, people that are also on the island that were also disrupted in all of this. That's right. So this case has been quite controversial and quite interesting from the very start. And so it's going back about five, six years or so. The landowners of Malolo uh, partnered with a couple of surfers who had leased land from the same landowners and were using it to just, you know, build um, a surf operation to just basically enjoy the island in its natural state. So what happened was both the landowners and the surfers had noticed over time that Free Soul Limited was actually damaging the marine environment around the island. So this particular island, Koroi, is on one of Fiji's most popular hotspots, the Mamanuda Groups, which is, you know, part of the jewel that is the Western Division of Fiji and bringing in millions of dollars of foreign exchange each year. So they went through the normal government bureaucracy to try and halt the marine works on the island, but that didn't work. So they actually used a New Zealand-based media organization who conducted investigative reporting on the island and published these stories off outside of Fiji. And so that brought quite a lot of global attention onto the island. So eventually the government came in and the Department of Environment issued Free Soul Limited with a prohibition notice to stop the multi 
multi-million dollar works on the island in June of 2018. And so for years, it wasn't clear whether Free Soul Limited, you know, given its links to China, would be prosecuted. And there was heavy public pressure on the government and on the judiciary to see this case brought to court until the conviction was actually handed down last year. And now the sentencing, which was conducted in the High Court in order that Free Soul Limited receive the highest possible penalty. Yeah, super interesting. It's interesting that it had to take that external pressure to get it done. I wonder, does that does that point to some issues with um, local bureaucracy when it comes to these kind of developments? Well, I think on the part of the local bureaucracy, it's it's more to do with, you know, lack of experience. This being the first case, Justice Daniel Gander actually mentions it in his judgment to explain that, you know, he didn't have precedents. He didn't have any other um, uh, cases brought to court and successfully convicted uh, from which to draw his sentencing. So on the part of the government, it may speak to incompetency. It may speak to a lack of experience. The Environmental Management Act itself is quite new, um, below 20 years old, if I'm not mistaken. But um, having said that, though, the, the experience that these New Zealand journalists faced when they were trying to bring attention um, to this uh, story uh, was uh, spoke about intimidation, about intimidation that occurs in Fiji when, when people try to bring to light uh, issues of this sort. Um, and so um, the New Zealand um, journalists who came here, if I remember correctly, uh, we, Everyday New Zealand, did a story on how they were taken in by police. Is held held without charge and received, you know, pardon within the parliament. The prime minister of Fiji actually had to say in parliament during a parliament session that he intends to protect these journalists because, you know, there is freedom of expression and freedom of the media in Fiji. So yes, there's there's been a lot of global attention. There's been a lot of international attention, and uh, some might say that it's contributed to the successful conviction of uh, Free Soul. Early days yet, but uh, any any reaction so far from um, people in Fiji, from from people that you've been hearing to the to the sentencing. Yes, Kuroi. I'm seeing a, a lot of online chatter. There's a lot of social media postings. Uh, people relieved. Of course, there are people that are not happy with the amount uh, that the court was able to find Free Soul Limited, saying that, you know, $1 million is not enough to conduct rehabilitative works on Malolo. So Justice Daniel Gander requires of a Free Soul to pay $1 million to the Department of Environment, which will then supervise the rehabilitation works on the coral reef and the mangrove uh, forests around Malolo Island. Uh, but um, there are a lot of people that feel that that amount is not enough. Uh, Malolo has been surviving on, uh, you know, the travel industry, people coming there because of the beauty and pristine nature of the island. Um, but the Department of Environment had, during the initial uh, prosecution stages, um, submitted an assessment of the damage conducted by Free Soul Limited and valued it at just below 500,000 Fijian dollars. So people are happy that a conviction has been made because this sets the precedence. This means that people can be convicted of environmental crimes in this country and conservation um, scientists may even say, you know, there's a long line of people that need to be convicted for works they've done that's changed um, the environment of Fiji. And as you know, we're heavily dependent on that environment, not just for our travel industry, uh, but because most of the Fijian population live in the these coastal areas of the country. Uh, but I think all round, people are happy. 
uh, I'm waiting on the conservation scientists uh, community to respond. Uh, there is a consensus, though, that $1 million is not enough for the damage that was caused. Just, it just occurred to me, the, so this fine, um, does it, uh, apologies if this is, is out, outside of anything that, information that's available, but do they lose, their, like, are they, is their license cancelled and has that already happened before they lost the right to develop or is this a fine and then go ahead, develop what, you've, what you're developing on the land? That was the first point that I looked for when I looked at the judgment. When I looked at the judgment, it occurred to me that there, there is nothing said about whether or not free soul can continue. In fact, it's silent. And in the final point of Justice Daniel Gander's um, sentence, he does say that it's up to the Department of Environment to lift the prohibition notice or not, which uh, kind of alludes to the possibility that free soul still has the license to, to develop this resort that they uh, have already started to work on. So uh, that is kind of a confusing uh, part of this sentence and one that I suppose in the, in the next few days, uh, legal analysts may, may be able to uh, provide for us, uh, Karoy. Yeah, hopefully we can get an answer from the ministry on that as well. That, that, thank you for that. We, we'll, we'll keep on asking questions on that front. Thank you, Lideo. As, as always, appreciate your, your insight and expertise and, and for being available for us at such short notice. Oh, you're very welcome, Corey. I love that today we're talking about successful conviction, conviction of environmental criminals. Naka.